Hello, I'm Stu Sensei and welcome to the Stu Sensei English Podcast, the place that helps you unlock your English ability. Let's crack on with the show. Hello, welcome to the Stu Sensei English Podcast with me, Stu Sensei. Today, I'll be talking with Tony from Tonari no Tony English about how we can improve our confidence within social situations. Let's go! Nowadays, we can communicate with many people around the world and learning mm -hmm. a second language is, seems like an of utmost importance for most nations, um, even within English-speaking countries. Mm -hmm. um, so how important do you think it is to speak to someone in another language if their goal is communication? The goal is communication to speak in that other language. Um, I think it's vitally important because that is the goal. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to you have to put yourself to the test and, and get in there and uh, exercise that that new ability. Having said that, I do have a friend, uh, his name is Jake, and he used uh, Memorize. Do you know Memorize? It's, mm. uh, yeah. He used Memorize uh, to learn Japanese and Latin and Anglo-Saxon. Anglo wow. um, he Amazing. learned Anglo-Saxon on Memorize. Now, obviously, Anglo-Saxon, absolutely a dead language. Latin, it's, you couldn't really say it's dead, but it's it's getting there. Um, Is he an English so he, teacher? He's an English teacher, yeah. Sure, makes sense. And in my group of friends, he's actually a verb now because he, um, he jaked it, you know, he just did it. He wanted to do it and he sat there and he learned Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, he learned Anglo-Saxon by himself on a computer program. Now you could say, it's very anecdotal, obviously. I mean, did he learn it? How far did he get? Can he speak it? Can he have a conversation? You know, we'll never know because there's not many people that speak Anglo-Saxon. Um, so if your goal is to use, and uh, you know, your target language in communication, then it's vitally important to use it with other people. But if your goal is just to learn a language and have fun learning it, then, yeah, maybe you don't need other people. Yeah, 100%. So your goal is the most important thing, isn't it? Hmm. At the end of the day. Yeah, that's hmm. all there is. Um, in my eyes, you know, uh, English, learning a language or, um, you know, waking up in the morning, they're really similar things. You know, what's the goal? What do you have to do? And then you spend your day working towards that goal. And then you go to bed and do it all again. But if your goal is to communicate in English um, mm. and a student wants to begin speaking and maybe doesn't know how or what way to do it, how do you recommend students can begin speaking to others in English? Okay, the first thing they would need to do, I mean, every student has a, 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 you know, a, a level of English. So whether that level be, you know, almost zero, it's never zero. Everybody knows, you know, what, 10, 15, 50 words in, in a different, you know, in English, especially. 
So if that student wants to begin speaking, the first thing I would advise them to do is to get on, quite honestly, to get on Instagram and sit there for an hour each day, make a few notes, watch a few videos, absorb as much as they can, and then uh, try and pronounce it themselves, try and make a sentence themselves, and don't worry about being perfect. I, um, I had a lesson recently and I, I, it was a bit awkward because I, I, during the lesson I had this idea uh, again, the student was, you know, trying to speak and they kept second guessing themselves and stopping and like, oh. and I said, okay, I, I said this in Japanese, you know, my Japanese is, is it's up and down, it's not bad. Um, uh, and I said, listen, okay, I'm going to speak perfect Japanese now. Are you ready? And she said, yes. And I said, <clears throat> You get the idea. I, I paused and I, I, I said, listen, I, I can't speak perfect Japanese. I will never be able to speak perfect Japanese. Unfortunately, you will never be able to speak perfect English. I shouldn't really have said this as an English teacher, but it's true. You know, the goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to communicate and everybody should keep that firmly at the front of their mind. I think that kind of what you're saying there is important, especially in this culture where test scores and um, <laughs> and results are very important, you know, yeah. within schools. So it's definitely worth being aware. But even in our own language, what is perfection at the end of the day? You yeah. know, like you said, you're from the north, I'm from the south, and we yeah. have different images. So the idea of perfection is kind of a strange word. It's almost mm. a marketing term, if you want, that <laughs> someone's yeah. made up, it feels like at some point in time yeah. so yeah you're right i mean it's again in uh not not just in you know the language forum but you could look at it you know psychologically you know what is normal there is no normal you know everybody's abnormal and it's a, it's a similar thing you know that what is perfection is the queen's english perfection hmm. i don't think so no is is your english perfection is my english perfection no god no we all have flaws we all have mistakes and um um and we need to be very very aware of that as we're learning any target language the mistakes are there to teach us how to get better and you shouldn't be scared of those definitely i mean the blackberry was the perfect phone until iphone came yeah exactly yeah you know, yeah it's gone so yeah. it's, it's ironic isn't it yeah and latin you could even use as a good example as one of the perfect languages considering how it spread and then it's right non-existent now so it's yes it's, it's really really crazy but in terms of actually getting some kind of spoken practice in within your classrooms how do you help students in that manner yeah it's a funny one i i, I try to i try to keep my tuition to a very strict time limited period mm -hmm. so if, if you look at how universities teach english um they're teaching people for you know what four hours a day every single day so the idea of you know uh of not using that target language every day is crazy they, they should be using that target language every day 
Now, teaching over here in Japan once a week, and that's that's the key difference here. It's once a week. My lessons are 50 minutes. They they sometimes go on to an hour. Um, you you have to be very, very aware of, of time, but also how much the students are gaining from the lesson. So usually, quite honestly, I, I, I teach a lot of my lesson to beginners in Japanese. And I was always very aware of this because in my old English school, the boss said, don't ever use Japanese in the lesson. And I thought that, was, that wasn't right because they're here for 50 minutes and we're doing them a disservice, making noises at them when they can't understand. So for my lessons now, I teach, you know, the grammar point or whatever it is, uh, you know, an in interesting section of English that they can use every day. Um, and then we always do at least 20 to 25 minutes. So half the lesson, basically, of communication practice. Um, and there's many games you can play to do this. Um, yeah, a good example is just a, a catch ball conversation where somebody asks a question. Uh, the next person replies to the question, gives information, and then asks another question. I mean, that's the basis of conversation. That is conversation. And quite honestly, we do that a lot in my lessons um, because that's exactly what they will encounter in real life. You know, you look at any conversation, it's a question, a person answers, they give information, and then usually they ask another question. Yeah. Unlike this situation right here, this is very different because I've not asked one question during this entire time. So this is very different. But usually in a conversation, that's how it goes. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's how I try to to uh, form my lessons. I watched a video about how the army teach um, their in, in interpreters language hmm. and they spend eight hours a day and for a language like japanese they speak obviously they need to be closest to native level not mm. perfect but you know mm. close as close as possible yeah and they spend for a language like um japanese where it's, there's no similarities or limited similarities between the two languages it's like 72 weeks mm. doing nine hours a day and they wake up and they they do their training, their, their usual drills, and then they go into the classroom for what, six hours, have lunch, you know, and mm. these kind of things to finish their day of lessons. Then they have like four hours of homework each day, you know, and it's like wow. really intense because they have to learn cultural things as well because they're going to yeah. be into the they go into the place. And it just shows like how much time and effort really needs to be put into the process of being accustomed to a language. Yeah. Um, and not just it's not a case of just listening they have to verbally communicate so they're putting in time and effort into the mm -hmm. spoken side of things so it really shows that there can be these big um hurdles we have to go through but we just have to put the effort in at the end of the day and yeah we'll see a result so yeah i i i um i say i don't really say this to students but i had this conversation with a friend um we kind of broke it down. We, we, we looked at how many 
How many hours are there in a day? You know, there's mm. 24. How many hours are you sleeping? It's eight. So you've got what, 16 left over. You're probably working eight hours a day. So what, you've got eight hours left over. You're probably eating for an hour and a half each day. So you're down to six and a half hours. You, you can, and then you've got time with the family, you know, what, three hours, four hours. So you've got, you've got two hours in a day that you could maybe put towards working on your English language. And if you did that, if you did that, you would obviously improve way faster than if you just spend one hour a week studying English. Mm. Um, And if you look at how any human learns how to speak any language from a, from a, a small child, from a baby, they're exposed to that language, you know, 16 hours a day when they're not sleeping. Um, and they're using that language for 16 hours a day. Um, and that's how we learn. And if you want to learn a language quickly, you know, the quickest way you could learn it is by using it for 16 hours a day. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite logical, really. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, in our native language, that's what we do. But mm. people compare kids and adults all the time. But obviously, kids have no direction. So we can speed yeah. the process up massively. Yeah. It's when we know what we want. It's completely different, isn't it? Rather than yeah. just being pushed through things. So I think that we can we can achieve a lot in a base of even just a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of spoken, we have to actually get out there and speak, don't we? We have to move our mouths and and oh, yeah. practice whenever we can. Yeah, and listening is a huge part of it. You know, conversation is speaking, but it's it's listening too. And then you've got dialects, accents, age plays a, a factor. Like I said earlier about older Japanese men can't understand them really. Um, and if you can't understand something, then you can't, re- you, can, you, you can't reply. So yeah, there's, there's no conversation there. So there's so many factors to being able to have a conversation, but really quickly, I, I, think, I think almost a more important factor to being able to have a conversation more important than grammar more important than listening and speaking is the ability to communicate and what i mean by that is having having something in my head in english i can say pretty much anything in english i'm quite good at it you know i've been doing it for 44 years now i'm all right and i can say anything in this language but if i try and say it in japanese i just can't i mean it's impossible but what i can do is change what I want to say into the basest form Mm. that it could possibly be. Throw this information away, throw this information away, and you're left with this. Now I can say that in Japanese. And that is what a lot of students need to realize that yes, speaking, grammar, uh, listening, pronunciation, it's important. But that that communicative ability is just as important and i think we as teachers should be focusing on that directly in lessons and in helping students improve that thank you so much for that buddy i really appreciate an hour of your no worries thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast you can check out tony on his instagram at tonari that's t-o-n-a-r-i underscore no n-o underscore tony underscore english Make sure you check him out. He's got some great fun content and I look forward to seeing you next time.